everyone, it's Leslyn Keith here again with another Research Update Flash Briefing. I'm Director of Research and President of the Board for the Lipedema Project. I'd like to keep you abreast of the latest research of relevance to lipedema with these flash briefings. Today I'd like to tell you about a study that was performed by a group of surgeons in Italy. The paper is called Rest Stress Intradermal Lymphoscintigraphy in Diagnosis of Lipedema. It was published in the peer-reviewed journal World Journal of Nuclear Medicine in 2020. The authors propose using rest stress lymphoscintigraphy to diagnose lipedema in early stages and to evaluate lymphatic functioning in later stages of lipedema. 54 participants were diagnosed with lipedema and were enrolled in this study. The average age of the participants was 47, and they're ranged from 17 years to 86 years. The average BMI was 32, and then the normal BMI is 18.5 to 25, and 30 and above BMI was considered obese. And so these participants, the average BMI was 32, which is obese. So here's the methods they did for this study. Each woman underwent the following procedure. Lymphoscintigraphy was performed by injecting a tracer into each leg between the toes and also at the outside ankle. Images were then taken while laying on their back and resting. Next, two minutes of stepping exercise was performed, followed by more imaging. Then the participants engaged in walking exercise for 30 to 40 minutes with more imaging one hour later. From the data, they were able to calculate what's called a tracer appearance time, or how long in minutes it took for the tracer to appear in the nodes at the groin, and a numeric transport index that should fall in the range of zero to 10, and higher numbers of this transport index outside of this range indicate a more severe lymphatic impairment. So what were their results and and their conclusions? While the resting scans actually showed a normal transport of lymph in only about a third of the participants, actually 92.5% of the participants had normal flow after the short burst of exercise for two minutes. So most of these women with lipedema had normal flow after exercise, but when they were resting, only a third of them had normal flow. It was also interesting that normal flow was achieved despite the presence of what they called lymph vessels in a tortuous course, kind of, you know, like a curly course instead of a streamlined course, which is normal. And 75% of the participants had this tortuous course of their lymphatic vessels. And the authors report that in their clinical experience with lymphedema, only 10 to 15% show a normal lymph transport. And 75% of these women with lipedema had that normal transport. So they suggest that this might be a useful way to, to differentiate between lipedema and lymphedema for women in early stage lipedema. So unfortunately, they did not report on the lymphatic flow after the longer exercise. But it did have quite an extensive table that reported on every single participant in the study that showed their age, 
their height and weight and then their BMI, and then the transport index for each leg. And remember, we're looking for that transport index of zero to 10, and that's the normal range. And so the average, they reported that the mean transport index was within range at nine, but they had several participants that showed lymphatic impairment with numbers as high as 16. The authors then report that this was correlated with later stages of lipedema, but nowhere in the paper did they say what the stage of lipedema that each participant was. So that was disappointing. They could have shown that because it would have been really interesting to see the correlation between the transport index and the age of the person, because they had people up to 86 years old, and they had very young women as little as 17 years. And it would have been interesting to have it correlate with their BMI, because they had quite a range of BMIs, even though the average was 32. So I didn't, you know, perform any of these calculations on the data myself, but a cursory glance of the table seems to not have any correlation between that age and BMI, but you really can't know unless you run the numbers. But, you know, just the cursory glance, I could see that one participant was elderly at 81 years old. She was obese with a BMI of 37, but she had excellent transport capacity of three in each leg. And another participant had a really poor transport index of 13 in each leg, and she had a BMI of only 27, so she was just overweight, and she was middle-aged at age 49. But without you know, actually doing those calculations, it's impossible to tell what you know, any of these correlations or relationships would be. These could just have been, you know, I could have just picked out some outliers. So it was disappointing that the authors didn't report on these possible relationships. That would have made this paper, I think, much more valuable to women with lipedema. So in their conclusions, the authors state that the rest stress lymphoscintigraphy may be a valuable tool for clinicians to identify early stage lipedema and which then would allow much earlier intervention that is generally available. And additionally, they believe that this imaging can diagnose lymphatic dysfunction in later stage lipedema, which may better guide treatment. Although I wish there had been more data reported in the paper to allow the reader to see how the authors came to their conclusions. Thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Research Update Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplify.org 
and be sure to click the link to get more information and we'll see you there.